Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of The Sherilyn Show. I'm super excited to have you here and dive into this juicy topic. Today, I'm gonna be talking to you about how you can make money doing the things that you already do. (laughs) And this is really interesting because, you know, years ago, if I'd have spoken to anyone, I would have found it very difficult to absorb this. I always thought that success and, you know, getting paid for for the things that you love and living the dream and all of that kind of stuff, I just thought that it was something that was meant for other people. And a lot of this stems from sort of childhood and and some of the sort of barriers and, and blockages that came up as I was growing up, you know, that I wasn't necessarily always encouraged to go for my big dreams because, you know, there had been disappointment in my family in the past. So there was always that protection bubble around stay, you know, stay, do what you need to do, keep your head under the radar, you know, don't stand out too much. And there was quite a lot of sort of carefulness around that, which made it very, very difficult for me growing up because I felt like there was nowhere that I fitted because that just wasn't me. And I couldn't live a life happily that I had to stay under the radar and undetected and I couldn't kind of jump out of my comfort zone. So for me to to be able to say this to you now, I really want you to understand that this was not easy for me. I did not think that it was gonna be possible for me to live this amazing dream and achieve everything that I wanted and you know all of the amazing stuff that, that I tend to talk about now. And the re- what I wanna draw your attention to is what I've just mentioned, which is sort of my inner circle, you know, which was a combination of sort of family and, and friends and you know whoever was just in that circle as I was growing up. When you don't have examples of what it is that you want in life, it can be so much more difficult for you to be able to get out of your comfort zone and and kind of go and align yourself with those goals because it just feels so ridiculous and so far-fetched. I grew up in in a place that just wasn't, it just wasn't around people that were wanting to sort of travel the world and live in different cities and try different things and, you know, definitely not do do an online sort of social media, YouTube-y kind of business. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't the norm for the people that I was around. And, you know, a lot of people, most people obviously tend to be quite private people. So of course it sounds ridiculous to say all of a sudden I'm going to start broadcasting like all of this stuff that I found out online. I'm going to share these ideas. I'm going to share this. I'm going to do that. It just felt crazy. It really, really did feel crazy. Not only did it feel crazy to me, but I was validated in the craziness because everybody that I spoke to and everybody that I was told I was going to do this thing, the reaction wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily the most supportive reactions that I was getting at the time. There were a few people that really were kind of like, whatever you do, I'm sure you'll be amazing at it because it's you. But for the most part, it did feel like I was kind of going against the grain in a way that felt alien and like people were laughing at me. <laughs> so this is this is where think this can make or break you. And I know that there's like what that famous quote that, that goes around that says like, you know, you are a combination of the five people that you spend the most time with. I, I do agree with that to a certain extent, but I do also agree that you have the power to to change who you spend certain parts of your time with. Now, of course, I spend time with all different types of people. All my friends are so different and diverse. And I think that's why I am the way that I am because I've got so many different sort of like buckets and groups of friends that all have different thoughts and ideas and, you know, different backgrounds and lifestyles. And, And that really does help me to be able to kind of look at the bigger picture and think, hey, hold on a minute you don't have to be from this background or you don't have to be like this or you don't have to have done that in order to get to this end goal. Like everybody has achieved amazing things, but they've all come from sort of different walks of life. So it's been, it served as really good validation that anything is possible. But I do believe 
that if you are going towards a particular goal, so no matter what that is, whether it's that you want to, you know, I don't know, like you want to be an engineer or you want to go into bake school, you want to be a chef or, you know, whatever sort of career or industry. I think it's really important to find people that you can align with who are on that similar journey to you. And this is something that I spoke about quite heavily recently, actually, because I do believe that it what it does is that close proximity to someone that's already achieving that stuff, it makes it feel normal. And what your, I guess what your goal is and what your mission is on this journey to sort of growth and development is to believe what is possible. And that is the hardest thing. Sometimes we can believe that something's possible. We can believe it's possible to be a millionaire, but we can't believe that it's possible for us to be a millionaire. We can believe that it exists in the world because there are certain people in the world that have the power to be a millionaire, but oh no, that's not for me. But guess what? There are people who are not yet millionaires who will become millionaires purely because they are surrounding themselves with people who are millionaires. They are learning how to think like millionaires. They are learning the habits of millionaires. They are learning all of these different things. But more importantly than that, they are learning that it feels normal to be a millionaire. So sometimes we can feel so far removed from the things that we want, but we're not actually actively bringing ourselves closer to it. And I know it's not, you know, it's not easy, is it? Like, I want to be a millionaire or I want to be a pop star. So let me just go and hang out with Rihanna. Like, of course, it, there's so much more to it than that. But the more that you surround yourself with people that are working towards a common goal, then it's going to feel like it, that that's the norm. And your job here is to make things that feel outrageous and unrealistic and unachievable and unobtainable you want to make that stuff feel so real and so normal to you that it's inevitable that you're going to align with that and you're going to come across the right people who can show you the way and give you tips and you know be able to kind of be your mentors in those spaces so Today, I really wanted to shine a spotlight on that because when I do have conversations with people, particularly with people who are kind of on the fence about whether they should invest or whether they do need support, the same thing that I always say is that being like you have no idea what being around the right people can do for you. That alone is worth the investment. What you learn in terms of strategy and systems and how to do and this and that and the other is all sort of like that's you know, that's another tier, that's another layer. But ultimately, you're paying for proximity, you're paying to be able to get those questions answered that you just can't get answered from people who are not doing the thing. And, you know, so often we see things about people that, you know, we think that people are judging us or going to put us down or whatever. But the people that, that are going to do that, trust me, anybody that is doing more than you in life is never going to judge you for trying it's people who aren't confident enough. It's people who aren't, you know, brave enough to step outside their comfort zone. So you've got to cut yourself some slack. You've got to cut yourself some slack and get yourself out of your comfort zone and align yourself with the right people. Because I am telling you, this is the 21st century. It's the year 2022 and you can monetize anything. The skills that you've already got now, you could already create something out of. And I know that sounds crazy because obviously it's like, well, I don't know, like I don't know how to do it and that's not me and blah, 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 blah. 
that was me. <laughs> that was exactly how I felt. And it's very strange because now I've come, I always felt that I would need to, um, you know, create a product, invent a product, have something that already exists and then sell it. And that's what I used to do. You know, I used to be an affiliate. So I would be like, right, okay, this is the product. I just need to be the promote, the promo person for this product, the ambassador of this product. I didn't think that the skill set that I already had would be enough to create something that people would want to invest in. Like I just didn't, I couldn't, connect the dots. And I know from my own experience that there's people listening to this today that will not be able to connect the dots at the moment. You might feel like that just feels that just feels a bit bizarre. Like I don't know how I'm supposed to I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. You know, it just feels so far fetched. But the the things that you're doing now and it's almost it's almost like the things that you would do for free, the things that you do so naturally, there's something in that. And the, the reason that it's stuff that you do for free is because you're passionate about it, it comes naturally to you, it's easy for you. But guess what? Things that are easy to you are very difficult for some people. And I realized this quite recently, actually. I'm someone who loves to plan trips. I love to plan trips. I don't have any interest in being a travel agent because I just can't imagine anything worse than looking at everyone else going on a holiday and, and living their best life while I'm at home planning their trips and, and talking to tour guides. Like, it's just not my jam. I want to be on the holiday. <laughs> But what I realized is that actually I've got, this is not normal. Like the, the level of commitment and research and I don't know, just the, the level of excitement that I get from planning a trip. Like me going on holiday is just part of the whole bigger experience. I want to plan this trip from day one. I want to be able to talk to people before I even get there. I want to ask if they can make this possible. I want to find the most quirky hotels, the most unique hotels. I want to find really unusual traditional things to do in these places. I want to find out how to get a train from that city to that city. I want to see if there's a night coach. I want to see all of these different things and I want to piece together. But it was only over time of having these conversations with people, like my, my boyfriend, I was saying to him, right, we're gonna go to Slovenia because we're gonna go in May. Really, really excited about this trip. And I've been planning this trip for two years now. Like I already knew what we were gonna do two years ago because you know pandemic meant that it was all on pause. So I literally just dusted off the itinerary. I was like, right, this is gonna happen. And I was telling him, right, okay, so we're gonna start off in this city, we're gonna go here, then from there we're gonna drive down to the lake, and then from there there's this gorgeous hiking spot and you can get this gorgeous view, then you could do this boat trip, then from there you can go to the castle, then we're gonna go to this cute little seaside town, then we're gonna go to this um, like castle retreat thing. So I was literally just piecing this together. And then he messaged me back, because this is when we weren't living together, when I first planned it in 2020, he messaged me back and he was like, will we get any rest time on this trip? And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, literally this part of the trip is rest. Here you'll see that after this hike, we're gonna rest here. And this is what's gonna happen. And to him, that whole itinerary just looked wild, overwhelming. To me, it looked so full of excitement. Now I know that in the itinerary, there is built in rest. You know, I know that when we go to the castle, it's rest time. I know that when we're in the lake, it's chill time. Like. But to somebody who does never really like planned a trip and had an itinerary where it says day one, day two, day three, drive here, day four, day five, day six, drive here, day six, like literally it was just wild. So I then started to realize that actually I've got something quite special there that everybody probably wouldn't have the patience to do, probably can't be asked to do, probably just not really got an interest in. They want to go on holiday. They want it all taken care of and they want to get home. They don't want to be faffing around, figuring out where the bus stop is and figuring out where the train station is and figuring out this. You know, that's just not the norm for most people. So I actually found that there's something quite magical in that. And, th and there's so many things that I have like that. For example, when it comes to content strategy, 
I could talk about all different types of content all day long. Video content, written content, reels, carousels, TikTok, everything. I could talk about it till the cows come home because it's just something that really fascinates me. And to think that I'm now in a position that actually I can help people further their businesses and get more money from something that just comes so naturally to me. That has made me realise that I'm not the only one, like that I for sure am not the only one that has these, you know, magical powers when it comes to certain things. There is something that comes really, really naturally to you that you could do with your eyes closed. You would do it for fun. You would do it for free. That actually, if you were able to kind of refine it and tweak it, you could actually create that into some kind of product or some kind of service that could serve somebody else. And this is where people tend to feel quite overwhelmed and tend to feel quite scared because they're like, oh no, but when I look at people that are in that industry or when I look at people that are doing that, they're so far ahead, you know, they're right, they've, they've achieved so much, they've done this, they've done that. But all you need to do is be two steps ahead of the person who needs help from you. To be honest, it actually benefits people if you are two steps ahead because it means that you're not teaching them from a place of, oh, you know what, I did that five years ago. I can't really remember how I started it from the beginning. Even me building my website. Now, don't get don't get too excited. I'm definitely not a web designer. Nowhere near. <laughs> I could direct you to some official good web designers. But even now, I, I built my own website from scratch using Wix and I absolutely love like I love how it works I've learned so much I've had an absolute nightmare with it but I know how it works so somebody was to ask me um you know how do I do this on Wix and how did I do this I can tell them because I've literally gone through the trenches I've learned how to do it and it's quite fresh in my mind whereas if we fast forward five years, 10 years, 15 years, I'm probably going to have a web design. I'm probably going to not have touched my website from the back end for the longest time. So if someone was to ask me when I'm at that sort of point in the business and I'm at that sort of point, I would find it really hard to kind of retract back and go, oh, actually, I did it like this. I did it like this. I did it like that. So this is where I'm talking about those two steps ahead. Sometimes we see people that are 15 steps ahead of us who have, you know, they're serving people that are very different to the people that you would be serving. You'd be serving those beginning stage people who just need someone who's done this recently, who's fresh to the game and they need your insight. They need your insight and your input. So if you do have a skill, and I imagine that as I've been kind of giving you these examples, that there'll be some stuff that's rising to the surface. If you have a skill that comes quite naturally to you, I encourage you to tap into that. You don't have to monetize it overnight. You don't have to do anything crazy, but start leaning into that. And this is where my online community, Travel Addicts UK, was essentially born because I had this huge passion for being able to meet people abroad and bring them into a space, get the most up-to-date and sort of live recommendations possible. When I used to go on TripAdvisor, that website, I don't know, like, I don't know who designed TripAdvisor. Like, for me, the site does not work. Like, it, it it's all clank, clunky and it's just not slick, right? TripAdvisor to me is not slick. And I just found that when you go on TripAdvisor, just because most people, when they have a holiday experience, we tend to talk about the negatives. I'm so bad and I need to get better at this. I'm so bad at leaving a review when something's gone terribly. And then when I get someone like, oh, you know, like, can you like give me feedback on this or blah, blah, blah. I kind of just procrastinate on it. 
And it's not, you know, it's just human nature, isn't it? If we've had a really bad experience and we want people to be like, actually, let me just tell you what happened here and like, let me give you some feedback, like this could have been improved. Then, you know, we're so quick to do that. But if something was amazing, then we sometimes are like, oh yeah, like, but I'm sure that other people are telling them how amazing it is. I'm sure they already know. No, we need to get better at telling both sides of the story. So what I used to happen was I'd go on TripAdvisor and all I would see was the bad stuff because that's human nature to kind of highlight the bad stuff. People aren't just saying like, oh yeah, it was a lovely hotel, it was a gorgeous holiday, thanks so much for having us. People tend to be really, really good at saying, you know what, the food was cold, this was this, I, I think it was overpriced, you know, all of that stuff. So on TripAdvisor, I just felt that it wasn't the kind of way that I wanted to get real life recommendations. So building this online community, Travel Addicts UK, was with no intention other than to bring all of these people who actively love to travel who get all of these ideas and have all these experiences and share their genuine feedback in a space that doesn't feel like you know I've got to kind of put something on there and be overly aggressive or overly this or whatever like we get the good we get the bad you know it's all pretty it's all pretty um it's it's good in there it's a good vibe so what I realized quite quickly by creating this community was there were so many other people like me, so many other people that like to kind of have these unique experiences and travel to kind of places that are off the beaten track and, you know, created this space. And you've got to think there are so many travel groups out there. There are so many of anything out there. So me starting this travel group, it was purely because I was like, I want something that I can get value from. And the great thing is that in the process of doing that, I've been able to create value for other people as well. There's people in this group that literally have been like my ride or dies, people that found the group and they've been in it ever since the beginning. They've come to like online quizzes, they've come to meetups and it's just a great place to network and, and find those sort of, um, you know, similar sort of minded people. But with that in mind, the great thing is it comes so naturally to me and so organically that that is where that community stems from. And there's no reason now why when I do start to do more travel related content or travel related tips and hacks or packages or services that people wouldn't feel the need to be like, actually, yeah, I trust this girl because she's already been building this community for how many years and I actually want a piece of that pie. So sometimes if we do have a skill, we don't have to think, oh my goodness, I need to monetize it. I need to, you know, make something amazing out of this. I need this to be a million dollar business. Sometimes just let that creative outlet manifest into something physical so if you are sitting on an idea if you know that you've got something that you want to share whether it's a case that there's loads of people that you know are, are young mums or whether it's people that are baking from home or whether it's people that are wanting to do delivery service or chefs or you know anything literally it could be anything there are so many interests and hobbies you can start by creating a Facebook community with no intention other than to give value and have an outlet for all of that energy and excitement that you tend to use. And then later down the line, that could materialize into something. But that's never gonna happen unless you start to take some action. So my recommendation, if you do have some a skill set that you're wanting to monetize one day and you think, oh, I'd love to do that one day, just start doing something now, whether that's creating a community, whether that's offering to you know do live videos, whether that's doing certain types of content that can really help people, whatever that's gonna be, find a way to be able to communicate with people and create something. And then later on down the line, that skill set that comes so naturally to you can truly manifest and blossom into something that can be a package or a service or something that people can get outrageous value from. I hope that this episode was valuable for you today. I really look forward to hearing your thoughts. If you haven't yet left a review and you've been listening to these episodes, I'd really appreciate you dropping a review 
or pop onto my Instagram and um, share the episode so that people can kind of hear your thoughts on it. Have an amazing rest of your day and I look forward to speaking to you guys soon. Take care. Bye.